Hello, welcome to the girls, wait, I messed that up. <laughs> welcome to a girl's guide to growth. My name is Megan Roberts, I am your host, and today we're going to be talking about the idea of knowing ourselves to lead ourselves, because in order to lead ourselves, we literally have to know ourselves, and when we know ourselves, and when we're able to lead ourselves, then we're able to know others, and be able to properly lead them, because we know that, we know their voice, we know their language, and in the community that I'm a leader in, Rising Phoenix, our mentors have taught us that there are five leadership voices. And I think that identifying a leadership as a voice and being able to figure out, okay, what's my leadership voice? And then the people that you're mentoring up, the people that you're leading, the people in your community, when you understand what the other voices are, then you're going to be able to effectively speak to that person in a language that they can understand. So there are five leadership voices. The first leadership voice that we'll talk about is called the nurturer. The nurturer is a champion of people of relational harmony and values. Then we have the creative. The creative is the champion of future ideas, innovation, and organizational integrity. Then there's the guardian. The guardian is the champion of due diligence, resources, and efficient systems and processes. And then the fourth one is connector. The connector is the champion of relational networks, collaboration, and effective communication. And then the pioneer is the champion of strategic vision, results-focused, and problem-solving. Now, all of these different leadership voices make up a certain percentage of the population. So for the nurturer, that's 43% of people. And if you're in a people-building business... Then, more, then close to half of the people that you're dealing with are going to be the nurturer type. So let's say you're a pioneer. My mentors are straight pioneers. Let's say that you're a pioneer and you're, you know, results focused and strategic vision. You're go, go, go. You know, you get motivated by, you know, the struggle or whatever. And you're communicating with a nurturer where a nurturer is a more, you know, I need to really, um, really connect with you know, a person or really make sure that I am coming from a place of like care and a place of nurture and a place of, you know, these people are, you know, very not tender, but a little bit. And so if you're a pioneer and you're speaking to a nurturer, the language isn't going to connect and the nurturer could maybe like back up a little bit or feel a little intimidated. And so I think that that's why it's important to understand our leadership voice. And we can have different, a little bit of each for all of them. So we don't have to be like one type of voice. We can have, you know, a little bit of each. Um, How we measure and rate ourselves with our voices is we do it with color. So we do it green, yellow, and red. 
So green means that is my foundational voice. It's my default pattern of communication and thinking. Yellow is not my foundational voice, but I value it and it's easily accessible. And then red is not my foundational voice. I find it hard to value and hard to access. So you can be a straight green, you can be a green yellow, you can be a yellow, you can be a yellow red or straight red. Um, so we can have a little bit of interest in um, each of them. Okay, let's break these down really fast within five minutes. It's going to be a challenge. Ready? Okay, so the pioneer, they approach life. The pioneer makes up 7% of the population. They approach life with an anything is possible attitude. Visioning and shaping a scalable future is always the highest priority. Their strategic military thinking makes them incredibly effective at aligning people, systems, and resources. Winning is a massive driver they hate to give up and will drive their team long after others would have given up. They are powerful communicators using logic rationality to provide an attractive and compelling vision of the future. The immature pioneer can often appear very arrogant with a me-focused agenda, and they quickly dismiss the contributions of those they don't believe to be competent or experienced. The connector makes up 11% of the population. They are persuasive and inspirational communicators, rallying people to causes and things they believe in. They are incredibly resourceful. Whatever we need, I can get it or I have a source. They have the capacity to maintain a large number of relationships. They know how to connect with people and their aspirations. They need appreciation and credit for making key connections. Are you aware of what I've done? Their people-pleasing tendencies mean they often struggle to bring effective challenge. They often struggle to hear or engage fully with critical feedback. The Guardian makes up 30% of the population. They have a relentless commitment to ask the difficult questions. They will always seek to honor the past as teams look towards the future. They accept as personal the commitment to deliver projects on time and on budget. They have the ability to detach decision-making from personal sentiments. They are naturally risk-adverse, asking, is it worth the risk and investment? They respect and value logic, order, systems, and repeatable processes. Their desire for truth and right decisions can sometimes override the feeling of others. Now, the creative makes up 9% of the population. They are the conceptual architects and love to think outside the box. They function as an early warning radar system for teams, often seeing the opportunities and dangers long before everyone else. They are never satisfied with the status quo. They inherently believe things can always be better. They often struggle with the fact that people never seem to fully understand my ideas. If the vision is compelling, the word, the word can't is not in their vocabulary. They often, they often struggle with the fact that, oh, I already read that. They exhibit a strong social conscience and desire for personal and organizational integrity. Being internal perfectionists, they can often fail to celebrate the 90% that has been achieved, focusing on instead on the 10% that hasn't. Now, the nurturer, these are the people that make up that 43% of the population. They intuitively feel how an organization will react to a new idea. They defend values. People will always come before profit. They function as the relational oil inside systems and organizations. They are pragmatic realists who ask, has this really been thought through? 
They take genuine delight in celebrating the achievement of others. They are natural team players. They can become overly resistant to change and demonstrate passive aggressive tendencies. And they rarely value the contribution. The <laughs> they rarely value the contribution they make. Those are the five leadership languages. I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear which one sounded like your most foundational voice. And I will share mine. Mine was the connector. That is my foundational voice. And the one I most resonate with. And then I think I have some nurturer and some pioneer and some, and then guardian and creative might be the lowest on my on my list but yeah that was mine i am a connector <laughs> all right family i hope you enjoy the rest of your day if you would like to stay connected my instagram is at the megan roberts and my sorry i got distracted my instagram is at the megan roberts and so is my tiktok all right have a great day bye bye